Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Aaron Gomez and Keanu with another episode of Mashup Movie Talk. So, this past weekend was D23, and it's just a bunch of news, and it's a lot to take in. And it's like even just besides D23, there was a couple of tidbits that dropped down. Um, this recently, recently, um, Joker finally got its um, rating, so it's finally going to be radar officially. And I think it's really cool that how DC's ballsy enough to like take the risk and be bold for this side, uh, sort of property, which should be R. So it's kind of cool. It's cool that's gonna like it's not gonna hold back. It's like it's like Joker being in Mortal Kombat now. It's like Joker's finishing moves can be you know fully done and no holding back. Um, Keanu, I think did you expect this to happen for like this property, especially you know DC yeah. versus Marvel? Definitely, yeah. I mean, when it, first of all, Todd Phillips loves his R-rated films. Um, you know, he he's, he he made a name with The Hangover. Um, that was kind of like one of the first, you know, viable R-rated films in a while, and uh, then you combine that fact with with this film as a whole, just seems super art. Like this seems like an art flick. Like from the get-go, from its inception, it felt like it was less of a comic book film and more of a art film about a comic book character. And because of that, and because the character is the Joker, it it felt like they were they just felt like they were more willing to accept the R rating. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, I fully expected. I fully expected this news, and I am happy to see that I was correct in that assumption. Yeah, it's perfect timing because Joker, you know, he's a DLC in Mortal Kombat, and like Joker's coming out in ho- like October, so that's like a perfect timing for it. And plus, like this is what they said for the movie: strong, bloody violence, disturbing behavior, language, and brief sexual images. It's kind of crazy because we're hearing already like talks about this movie, and it's like so much positive things about it that they're already talking about a sequel. So it's like it's not officially like confirmed, but there's like so many talks because it was it had its first appearance at a film festival. Was it TIFF? I don't know if it was TIFF. Um, it was. Um... It was one of the film festivals. <sighs> it's not Toronto though. I. Th- because I think TIFF was a while ago, but it pr- pretty much it did debut at a film festival, and pretty much everyone's saying how like it was shot, it was really good, uh, it's it's very bold, but the fact that like all this like upkeep and talk is happening now, and like we're in August, like about to hit September, uh, you know this could be the right. I mean, DC's already in the right step, but this could be you know even this could like support that step for going forward. Uh, I mean. I don't know what else well, I could add to this, but what do you I would just say? say that, uh, you know, it would it would give it would give DC, a, you know, a, something in a, something a, a bullet in their chamber, you know, so to speak, or it would give them something a leg up that Marvel just doesn't have. Like this would be an art house flick that ends up getting like critical praise, and Marvel movies are kind of like unanimously unanimously liked by critics, but they're not critic darling. You know, they're not indie darlings. They're not like. Mm-hmm the Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson, you know, um, our house flick that they it has like a hundred percent rating and people say it's like changes like cinemas, but this movie has the potential to do that for DC. And that's something that Marvel hasn't done yet. So, uh, I think that would be really interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah. It's, I think it's cool with the whole Marvel versus DC thing. I think it gives, you know, DC it's freedom to do what it wants and not to compare itself to Marvel because, I mean, you can be in agreement that a lot of the Marvel movies, even though they're different, like, say, Doctor Strange to, 
you know, Guardians, like they still have that humor, that Guardians of the Galaxy humor, that Tony Stark quipness. And, you know, I think I still think DC makes the best trailers because I still think the Batman v Superman trailer that first came out was like the sickest thing ever. And I still say it's the sickest thing ever. Um, But like not like just because like Marvel's leading, I think DC can just chill out and do what it wants to be, be independent. Like you said, be bold, you know, have this art house feel and. I think this is the good step and I really I think like I do have hopes for DC but I want them to you know pay tribute to the OGs and get like you know Green Lantern Batman which is coming oh, out yeah, you know? the... let's get the OGs let's show their support and not really like focus on you know Batwoman or Batgirl just like these other min- minuscule properties that are trying to get blown up like you know Harley Quinn and I mean that's coming out so final thoughts on Joker being radar man it's going to be a bloody good time. Yeah. I think I forget what else is coming out on Halloween, but I mean, I think feel like Halloween now that I reference back to, I think it's pretty stacked this year. Um, but besides that, you know, most of the drama last week was, a, and this was a headliner for our last episode was Spider-Man out of the MCU. And currently he's still out of the MCU. And there was some drama being talked about by deadline saying that, you know, Marvel and Disney, uh, Disney, aka Marvel, and uh, Sony Pictures are actually fighting over the director John Watts. And right now, he's not attached to a third movie, but the writers of the previous installments, Chris McKenna and Eric Summers, are. So, I mean, what what have you heard from this new news? Because there was a lot of like nothing. We heard there's a lot some, of things. It, it's so yeah. much. Like, there's, um, I feel like there's there's three like kind of three distinct paths of news, which is they're actively still take there's actively still going through talks mm-hmm. and marvel and disney and marvel um disney and sony are just still going back and forth and that the the news that it was decided was released by one of them to get of competitive edge in the discussions then the other one is that it's done it's a done deal tom holland is signed on for uh, two more films and sony's going to make those with the with the uh like you just said with the writers um but john john watts isn't guaranteed um and then there was like some some small ones that were like the opposite. They were saying, "Oh, it's a done deal. He's back in Marvel. They're just not announcing okay. it yet." So that one, I mean, of course, I think we all were a little skeptical about that one. But um, those are the three things. Those are three, you know, avenues that I heard. But um, I feel like I feel like of all of them, it's probably most realistically like he as of right now he's not in it. But Disney, Disney and Sony are still talking. Yeah, it's still. I think there's a lot of time. Let's just think we're. We're, oh yeah, people were, like, people, people, were pan- people were panicking because of D twenty three. Like, let's put this into you know, into um, <clears throat> in a perspective, like f- for everyone to know that you know D twenty three happened this weekend. So people were assuming you know we're on a ticking time bomb. Like, oh, we need to get this done now, blah blah blah. But yet again, we don't know when you know there's still time for the next Spider Man movie. So we kind of just made this notion in our head that oh, we we didn't we need to know by Sunday, blah blah blah. Uh, but you know it's kind of weird because Variety, this was given to them. They said that you know Disney reportedly asked for twenty five percent of the stake, which would have been seen seen them finance the movie and you know get the profits. But you know they they even claimed that this was supposed to happen. This was going on for six months, and even though Disney wanted twenty five percent, Sony refused. So Disney played hardball and they went up to fifty percent. So it's like it's just weird because we're always. Hearing I don't think new that's things. how you negotiate. No, you, yeah, it, you don't. You don't raise the bar. You try to 
negotiate something within that 25 range or lower. So it's kind of weird because we heard things about, you know, Stanley's daughter dissing, you know, Marvel. But yet again, the, she had a weird past with her dad. And, you know, the rumor I we I told I texted you was like, oh, someone dropped that, you know, Spider-Man and his amazing friends is going to happen. You know, Tom Holland's going to do six movies. It's just it was hard to make notes because there's no so much. there's there's no definitive. Yeah, it's so much random rumors and no definitive answers. No one really knows because this is behind, you know, behind the doors. But it's weird because, you know, Tom Holland, Tom Holland and Feige finally like spoke out and they made it sound like it's over right but it's not um you know tom holland was saying you know i love you guys 3000 it was a good time um he talked to ew during d23 and he basically said that we've made five great movies um it's been five amazing years i've had the time of my life who knows what the future holds but all i know is that i'm going to continue playing spider-man and having the time of my life it's going to be so fun however however i choose to do it the future of Spider-Man will be different, but it will be equally as awesome and amazing, and we'll find new ways to make it even cooler. Um, the first thing I think for Tom is, damn, he can keep a secret for once, um, if there is one. But like, what are your thoughts on these quotes being said? You know, especially a Feige coming out. Um, he was kind of like the same way, saying it, it wasn't supposed to last forever. But in my back of my mind, I'm like, maybe it should have lasted a little longer. But you know, <laughs> yeah. it's still early. It's still early. It's still early. Yeah, they both they both kind of just felt like um, sad, like periods at the end of a sentence, mm-hmm. but at the same time they could possibly be the sad periods on top of an ellipses. Not to get like super weird with my analogy, but it's like it can either be they, the way it was spoken was kind of it can either be the end of this of this little era, or it could be the end of that deal. And you know they're they're still working on things behind the scenes, um, and I, and I feel like I'm probably reading into it, but I just I just think that it could go either way, but that there's just too much money to be made by them cooperating. Um, that that kind of leads me to think that there's still some talks on the table, but I can't. The one thing about the, all these different new rumors coming out is I don't know who to hate. I don't know who to, who to hate. I don't know who to like not to stand. Who I can't stand because if if the initial thing was Disney saying give us twenty five percent, that's fair, because he just gave Sony their highest grossing film ever. Yes. You know what I'm saying twenty five. That that and they're also saying twenty five percent finance as well. Um, so on that, you know, in that regard, like I'm like, okay, well Sony, just give them the money. Like you're gonna make more money anyway. But then if it's fifty percent, it's like all right, well Disney, calm down. Like you don't need that much. Like you already make a gajillion dollars. So I'm like torn between who uh, who I'm rooting for, but. I feel like I mean the, at the end of the day the, the the announcement that he was leaving the MC the MCU or rather we, I mean because I feel like we don't even know like we don't even know that we don't even know if he's like I mean if Sony makes it with of course they're not going to mention a Marvel character and stuff like that but like is it a soft reboot is it a hard reboot like we don't we have no idea where that's going so I just feel like that, that we're in a very weird spot because this was backdoor dealings that were put on blast as a corporate strategy and now all the fans are kind of left like okay but like what now and it, it wasn't you know it wasn't supposed to be revealed until they ha- they had a plan to reveal what was next because even like the announcements about Tom Holland like it's been so haphazard like oh uh you know some report some outlets are reporting Tom Holland signed on for two films mm-hmm. two more films some are some are saying oh we're not sure if he's if Tom Holland's gonna continue and as yeah. Tom Holland says oh I am signed on I am gonna play him um and even like it's very unclear how how like the rumor has always been that this has been 
rumblings for months like that mm-hmm. that they've been going through these talks for months and it's been going downhill for months and then like uh tom holland said in an interview was like oh i think uh, he was like oh we've pitched spider-man 3 to sony or something and like it's going to be you know a whole different thing and it's going to have like tie into that one moment that, where he talked about iron man leaving him behind a legacy so like it's i feel like things are super like super confusing super just all over the place and I mean, there's honestly not much we can do besides just wait and see since it's uh, since it's up to the the corporate corporate bigwigs the guys in the suits yeah i mean that's uh that's our our go-to saying is the guys in the suits or the men in suits because you know there's the they're the big stakeholders and everything um but yeah that's why it was hard for me to make notes i was like it there's if i put this down there's going to be probably something in the next six hours or tomorrow to disprove it and it's funny because all these these ramblings are coming from like you know thr variety and they i'm pretty sure they don't even know because this is so behind the scenes that it's not public knowledge and i'm honestly just trying to look at the bright side of everything Mm -hmm. i'm my my mindset is we're not going to get them just like imagine that like we're not going to get them right and um, I'm just trying to look at the positives, like if Sony takes him up, because honestly, I do like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I do. I just think he's a little too young, and he's Spider Boy, and I think he's in the shadow of all these, you know, Avengers heroes. Because he, Spider-Man is a legend on his own, and the thing is, like, he hasn't felt like you know the Spider-Man we know from the video games, the cartoons. Um, I see this opportunity with Tony. Uh, Sony, not Tony, Sony, uh, with Sony to actually develop a full Spider-Man movie that like really focuses on Peter because we don't, we haven't had, we don't need the the Avengers for him to to cameo and stuff like that. And it's, it's just Spider-Man's a big enough character to do it like by himself. Uh, And remember, Spider-Man's a street level hero. He's not, he's, he, he does, he's in the Avengers, but he like, he jumps in and out. He's not like a crazy, he's like, he's not a member that's always there. You know what I mean? He's in the end, he's a street level hero. Um, and there's enough, uh, like comics for it to find a story to pick up part and make a movie out of. Um, but like, what are your positives with go, going with Sony? Cause that's what I'm trying to look at. You know, the positives, let's focus on Spidey. Let's stop having, you know, Iron Man, blah, 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 being referenced. Like we don't have the reference of Avengers. We don't have to make Ant-Man be a cameo. I mean, it would be cool. I would love him. I would love him to be in the Avengers movies, but as a standalone, like, let's focus on Peter and like, you know, watch him grow. It's funny you said that. Cause you literally took the words right out of my mouth. Like mm-hmm. I would, when I was over the course of the week, when I was preparing for when we would talk about this, I was preparing to say, Last week I was like fuming, and this week I'm kind of turning around to the idea because, as the deal stood before, Spider-Man was like segregated from the rest of his cast. He couldn't see Venom. He couldn't see. They were making a Silver Sable movie. You know, we know that was canceled, but still, he had all these characters that were getting kind of removed from his universe, and it was becoming just Spider-Man in the MCU with like all this other MCU-related stuff. Like you know, like you just said, and um. I, again, like you, you, you literally took the words out of my mouth, which was I like I love Tom Holland as, as Spider Man. I want to see more of him dealing with Spider Man mythos. I want to see Green Goblin. I want to see them set up Oscorp, um, Norman, Venom. I mean, I want to see him inter- interact with Venom. And so if this if this deal falling through means that we get that with Tom Holland, then I'm okay with that because really, I mean, my dream scenario is just I, my dream dream scenario is the entire Spider Man universe is integrated into the MCU, yes. but. Besides that, my other dream scenario is, you know, it's Tom Holland gets more Spider-Man films. He gets to 
explored Spider-Man as a character, they don't they don't go out of their way to override the ca- pre-established canon, and they don't go out of their way to override MCU so that the film itself could, if you really wanted it, could still exist in MCU. It's just not overt references to Avengers every five minutes. Exactly. And then you could have this thing where it's like, you know, he's like, this is the same Spider-Man. He's dealt with Iron Man. He's dealt with the Avengers level threats. And now he's dealing with, like you said, the street level stuff. He's dealing with being the friendly neighbor of Spider-Man. That could work out. That could work out really well. And he could, like we said, we could see him like, and we could be, he could be in the Venom crossover. He could be in the R-rated Venom crossover with Carnage. That could all be really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And so, my like I said, my dream is my second dream is you know if the deal is through then okay, but they make they make this that Sony Spider Verse they make it so that it's not a reboot, it's not a, a a reset, it's not even it's not even a soft reboot. Like it's straight up just um, it's just his character and he's just not dealing with the Avengers level stuff. He's dealing with his own stuff. I mean mm-hmm. that would be great. Yeah, it's funny because you know the whole Sony Marvel deal is kind of it's kind of weird and deadline even reported that feige even lent an unofficial hand to venom but this was before the final cut was delivered instead it was like sony pictures boss tom rothman who spent like the most time editing the mo- final movie so it's kind of weird because he Good job, tom, tom yeah tom rothman did you know x-men origins wolverine and the fantastic four 2015 reboot boo um i think the the, the scariest part for the Sony thing to take him back is not that he's not in, integrated into the MCU. I think it's all like, you know, the quality um, yeah. as yep. much as like what you said last week and you hit it on the head that, you know, this because this is Venom's fault. It made like 800 million. And, you know, Sony got a little confident, like, oh, we can do this. And plus, like Into the Spider-Verse won an Oscar for best animation. Um, so I think it's a little too premature for them to think that they could handle this while, you know, catering to the fans with good quality and it's funny because like the what i said like with feige giving an unofficial hand he who knows if he was contributing to into the spider-verse or what but it's hard to say it's yeah. it's just it's such a weird relationship with sony and marvel disney it's i hope i hope they're like i hope like they get okay sony gets two movies blah 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 but maybe they make a deal for adventures you know what i mean yeah that would so be yeah the- that, that would be the ideal situation because like they'll still maybe they're have to, they're, ha- they're gonna have to break up the money somehow because you know i don't know how it they split the money when it comes to avengers films um where it's a cameo rather than a, a critical role but i feel like they'll figure something out like let's buy d do his thing but the thing is to worry about is the quality um, I think that's like the huge thing, but you know, besides going, we'll, we'll find out more about this as like the year goes on. I feel like, cause there's so yeah, much time yeah. between it. No, you're right. Yeah. But we'll go on to D23. This happened from Friday to Sunday. I'm pretty sure, or I can say, and like the first thing I like to talk about, you know, Disney's really expanding and they're having Avengers campus at Disneyland in California in 2020. It's kind of weird right now. Cause, um, there is a Spider-Man attraction that's getting built there and it, it invites people to suit up, quote unquote, suit up along with the Avengers and the Avengers campus. And it's, it's cool. Cause there's like an interconnected story that goes along with California and Walt Disney studios in Paris and in Japan or China, I forget, but it's like one connected adventure. And it's really cool. Cause it's this, it's just another way to make money for Disney. And plus, you know, Galaxy's Edge is there. And apparently it's not making money. Galaxy's Edge is weird because, like, people aren't going. But 
I yeah, think so they were scared off by like it being too busy. Ah, oh, that's just prof. Okay, well, they said it was. They said it was, people were scared off, and they like overstaffed because because there was because then it was like this mix up of like, oh, we have to be here for all these people, and then all these people were like, oh, we can't be here because all these people, and and that's what ended up happening. Yeah, well, that that'll you know that will go away, but like Avengers, like as much as Star Wars is huge, Avengers is like at its prime right now. You know, it's, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. this is going to be massive in its own right, and I think it's kind of a shame that Disney World's not getting it. Um. But yet damn, again, it's a damn deal. It's yeah, it's the damn deal, and it's uh, it's kind of weird because that's what I was worried about with the whole Spider-Man thing. It's like they literally have a Spider-Man attraction being built as we speak, and it's funny because at D twenty three, the banner for Marvel was Captain Marvel, um, Iron Man, and Spider-Man. So I was like, awkward. Like it didn't even awkward happen. But I mean, we'll we'll end up going there when we're older. Like, okay, we'll be part of uh, this uh, whole experience. But, I mean, if we're going to go beyond Marvel for a minute, let's talk about Star Wars, because Star Wars was another huge thing. So Clone Wars Season seven's coming out, and it's coming back in t- February 2020. I'm excited for this because, you know, Ahsoka Tano is, like, shown with Darth Maul, so they're going to they're gonna c- confront each other again. And it's just weird because, you know, Clone Wars is canon. Like, anything they're putting out now, according to Disney, is canon. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, like, I don't want Ahsoka to die. Like, I wonder, like, if she's going to bleed into actual live action. Um, but I haven't been on top of Clone Wars, but I do like Clone Wars and Rebels because those, like, I don't know. I just like those series, especially that it's, it's canon now and it matters. You know what I mean? But what are mm-hmm. your thoughts on season seven coming finally? Yeah, it's dope. I mean, I, I remember watching, uh, I remember, I think I, I, I think I watched it the most during like seasons two and three. And I, I just it's it was like such a cool storyline and it was like i don't know it was it was it just felt different because it was like kind of a doll because it was star wars but then it was still for kids but then like yeah. the storylines matter because it was like this epic franchise and it was like these characters that we we loved and um you know i i'd I end up and then and then it got really weird with the scheduling and i didn't end up seeing you know the later seasons but i heard the later seasons were the most the coolest ones because they really went in on tying it into the mythology um so i'm excited for see i'm excited for season seven i'm excited to see darth maul i'm excited to see ahsoka um and just see how that's resolved yeah it's funny because like you said it it did start towards the end you know darth vader is really involved and you know the sith lords and the sith temples and stuff is really involved so it's expanding on the lore um like but what the highlight was was the mandalorian trailer which is ridiculous (sighs) like even though i saw footage like before that leaked out like this was it was so good. It was so good. And, like, it was so, like, OG Star Wars. But, like, even though... Okay, Disney did state that they're not going to have radar content. But this the fact that this is going to be pushing the limit for PG-13. Because the dude got chopped up by the door. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just... It, it, it was just dark. And you see Stormtrooper he- helmets on, like, pikes. Like, oh, man. Like, November 12th is the release date for The Mandalorian. It's just it's good to see something that's beyond the Jedi. Um, yeah, I agree. But it's so funny because isn't it funny how we're really excited for when we're getting hyped up for over a streaming show, like on a streaming service instead of a movie? Because they put that money. I mean, yes, you are correct, but it's because they put that money in, dog. They put that move. They put that movie budget, hundred million, dog. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's it's- movie budget. I mean, it's a movie. Yo, when I saw that trailer, I was like, yo, this looks like a movie. 
like none of the CG. I was like, this there's all there's no CGI that looks like TV budget. Mm-hmm. This looks like a Star Wars film. Yeah, no, it looks really good, and I don't know. It just maybe this is the taste of what Marvel's gonna be too. Um, I'm I'm just so excited because like it's weird. It, it, I'm more excited for this than the actual Rise of the Skywalker trailer. Like I I can't lie because like it's just the character we don't even know his name, but like he's just such a badass and. This is like an unex before can like before we get into Kenobi, but this is an unexplored time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the bridge between the new trilogy and the previous trilogy. So I think it's just crazy because like everyone I follow on YouTube is like hyped for it, and they're like, "I'm getting so hyped for a streaming show and not a movie." Like it's like an old feeling to actually be excited for Star Wars. Like as much as what you can think about. Uh, Last Jedi and The Force Awakens because I feel like A Force Awakens was a regurgitation of uh, New Hope uh, but like Cassie and Andor too is still a, you know a series that was announced all the way back in November 2018 um, pretty much they didn't really have much updates but that show's filming in London next year and apparently K2SO is coming back the voice actor for it so oh, I yeah, well, Alan, I Alan, well, Alan Tudyk yeah, for the for the prequel. Yeah, like yeah, I'm kind of. No, but be? like I'm confused. Like, when does this take place? Do you know what I mean? It, it takes place uh like a, like a year or two before Rogue One. A year, but but what, was K two S O his bot? I don't remember. I thought they. Wait, what are we talking about right now? <laughs> uh, the Cassian Andor show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K two, yeah, yeah. K K two was his. Uh, remember he he found he like got him, salvaged him or whatever from. Um, a resident of M- an imperial whatever, and like yeah, okay. that was his bot. That okay. was homie. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I was, I was thinking like during Rogue One they hijacked him. I, I haven't seen it. No, no, he came with. He came with. He came Ka- with. That, that's his homie. Okay, so I'm I'm up for it because they're talking about it's a spy a spy thriller type of show, and you know Alan Tudyk. I did like K two S. I thought he was the best part of Rogue One. Yeah, um, he was good. Diego Luna, on the other hand, like Cassian, I didn't really. I think there was enough, not enough time with him, but the fact I that we're getting a time. show, he, yeah, he didn't get enough time. And I think the fact that we have this show, maybe six, ten episodes max, I'm up for it. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Aunt Cassian? Uh, no, nah, I mean, listen, man, you know I me. Mean? I, I got my Hispanic representation. That's all I need. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for it because the other thing is, like, in the beginning of Rogue One he's established as being kind of a morally gray area character because he's fighting the good fight in the resistance. Like he's in the trenches because he says, remember in the beginning of rogue one, he sets that guy up and he, he kills him. Mm-hmm. So when we get his character, we're going to get him when he's at that point. So it'll be really interesting to see this, you know, we, of course we might get it with the Mandalorian too, but um, especially in this case, because uh, he's kind of more of a, a kind of an every everyday average Joe yeah. It'll be really interesting to see that a story about that character in the Star Wars universe. Um, that and then that, uh, you know, I can't. Re- I did you mention that uh, Ob- Obi Wan's show is going to be four four episodes? Yeah, I was going to go into it, but okay, yeah, you could go, yeah. Um, but like before we get into Obi Wan, I think it's cool because you know, Cass, you know, Mandalorians in the Outer Rim, Cassian Andor might take place, you know, in another area, you know. So you're covering two different areas of the Star Wars universe. Um, but yeah, like. Keanu said Kenobi's coming and it's going to begin shooting in 2020. And would you say four episodes? Yeah, they said it's going to be for the scripts are already written. It's going to be four mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm so excited for this and the fact that 
Ewan McGregor came on stage and Kathleen Kennedy. Is it Ka- Amy Pascal or Kathleen? It's Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Amy Pascal. I, uh, it's the, it's uh, Sony. 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 Okay. I keep, I keep getting confused with them. But yeah, when she asked Ewan McGregor, like, are you playing Obi-Wan Kenobi? He's like, oh, yes. I'm like, yes, fine. Like, just the fact that it's happening. But it's like, I, I heard things like it might be eight years after um, Return of the Jedi, like around Solo's time. So Yeah, because they, they, they released that timeline. Mm-hmm. And, they, and, and it's, peg, it's like pegged in between the the two time periods of Solo. Mm-hmm. Do you um do you think that like Mandalorian and Kenobi is gonna end up making its little crossover and make its own little universe down the line? Because I think I was like around this timing, I'm like it's possible, but I feel like this is gonna be like a one and done type yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah. Maybe a cameo of a Mandalorian in the background at the bar, but like that's the most I want, you know? Um, I'm curious of like what Obi Wan's gonna be looking like. Is he gonna? I want him to have like the beard, like the Episode Three look, but with like a little bit of gray hair. Absolutely, cool. yeah. Um, but like the main thing I want is him from to go from Obi Wan to Ben from that transition. But would you want it to stay in only Tatooine? Mm, it depends. Like it depends on the story. Like yeah. if if yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm... Tough question, right? Yeah, yeah, tough question. I I I think I I think I would. I think it'd be cool to see other places, but I also would be fine. Mm plot wise because it just would make sense so i think yeah. that, i mean i think they can still do a lot with it so i'm i'm i'm, I'm fairly com- i'm fairly confident that i'm fine either way i'm, I'm still trying to ask myself because i at first while you're talking i was like in my head i want like half the episodes to be like in another place and then half in tattooing to wrap it up but it, yeah it depends on the plot because like we don't know how big of a scale this movie is like if we're talking with luke skywalker and if it's like eight years or something, or I don't know how old he's going to be. Um, it just depends on the plot. Cause like, what if it's like a, <clears throat> it's Obi-Wan versus like, you know, a general or like a big head of the sand people like type of person. Like, I don't know, like nothing huge and galactic, but it's like small in scale that it develops his character in a different way. You know? Um, yeah. That'd be interesting. Especially him being a Jedi and trying to blend in as a regular human being and being being hidden in plain sight and not using his Jedi ways. Like I think I feel like I need to see a trailer, but I feel like this is a perfect opportunity to be a, dev- a developmental piece, just in general for, as a character, and not just like an action-packed show. Um, any final Damn, thoughts? I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to remember where the hell I got those four hours from it maybe it won't be four hours i think i think maybe they were saying the first scripts are done the first four hours are done i think that's what they yeah. were, that's what it said so i guess it would be maybe maybe eight or something so yeah you're that's not crazy to correct that. you're not crazy because i do remember looking into because let's, yeah. re- let's remember that we're getting new information as we speak so the thing about doing a weekly podcast is you only get certain information you know what i mean um but were you gonna say keanu well, yeah, just that, uh, I guess, yeah, I think it was that the first four hours are done, the first four scripts, and that he really loves, and that, you know, they're going to start filming next year. But, I'm, I mean, listen, this is what we've wanted, you know? Like, if there's any character you want it more of from the prequel trilogy, it'd be, it'd be Obi-Wan was first, and then I would say probably uh, Mace Windu was second. So the fact oh, that yeah. we're getting the, our first request, I mean, hey, sign me the hell up. Like, I'm, 
I'm first in line. Let's do this. Hello there. Would you be in for a Hayden Christensen like flashback, like a Diamond in the Clone Wars? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I thought I feel like he gets like shat on for, for like, no reason. Way, for no like, reason. Like, I get he has some campy lines, but like that's honestly, not his like, fault. And like I don't know, man. I, maybe because I was younger, but like I felt like he really sold the idea of like Darth Vader turning. Mm-hmm. Like I know if the plot the plot was a little contrived and how he turns, but I mean shit, he. Cause like he kept getting shadow on by Mace Windu in the in the uh in the Jedi Council, he couldn't save his mom, mm-hmm. and like I felt like he, I felt like Hayden really did a I, I don't know I mean, like I said, I just remember I felt like when I watched that I was like man I really feel for him. Yeah, it, as much as you guys can, I mean, there's different people on how they think about the prequel. I like the prequels because I think we were young, it was fun to watch. The fights were killer. Um, you know, looking back, all the politics and stuff like Episode One and episode, like you know, Attack of the Clones, I thought it was it was fun to watch, but I thought it was kind of weak. Um, whatever, it's just I, I'm I just want them to connect the new trilogy and the old trilogy and the prequels, like finally, you know what I mean? Like this is the yeah. stepping stone right now that we can connect it. But I still want it, like if I still want the Rise of the Skywalker, which we'll get into. To have like a Hayden Christensen like go- Force Ghost or something, just to really solidify it. I agree. In, yeah. In a in a film, because if in, once it's in a film, it's it's official. Like that really does establish it. That's one, and that's the same thing with the animated shows. Even though they claim it's canon, I don't really believe it till I see like Ahsoka in person in a live action interpretation. But besides that, Star Wars: Rise of the Skywalker, uh, Rise of Skywalker, the trailer drops. I liked it. You know. You know the best seller was the final cl- the scene with Ray having a double edged lightsaber staff Wild. that's actually, actually foldable. Uh, but what are your thoughts on this that's overall trailer? Convenient. That, that, do you call that convenient? I mean, that yeah, can right. fold. <laughs> uh, it was a uh, yeah. It got you know it was it looked it got it got me it got me interested. It got me you know pumped for it. Um, I mean it wasn't like. It was, it was a, it was a good trailer. I mean, it was a fun trailer. It wasn't like anything too earth shattering, but it got got my blood pumping. It got me excited. I got you know um, that that one had uh, Carrie Fisher in the forest, right? Yeah, that tra- mm-hmm. but the, you know that that got me. Um, honestly, like I'm gonna be honest, I, I, I believe it or not, I actually don't care about Dark Ray. I just feel like it's <laughs> if it's if I just feel like it, I feel like it's probably just a, a uh, the same dark vision that Luke had to go through. I know. Um, oh or, God. or if it is, if it is the truth, I'm like, I don't care that he turned dark. Like, Kylo already has been this like back and forth thing. Like, what? And, and I was talking to my my cousin. You know, shout out to him. I was talking to him today because, and I was, I said, you know, really, I. It's not that I necessarily dislike the second film in the new trilogy, um, the Last Jedi, or. What was it? Yeah, the last Jedi, right? Um, it's not that I don't, I dislike it. It's that I felt like it it served no purpose to the grander scheme of things. Like it, it was just frustrating because we we have a new trilogy. It's defined as three movies. We have limited time to wrap up this new this new storyline, and I feel like the second one amounts to nothing in the in the grand scheme of things. And it's like. I mean, the biggest for me, the biggest thing is that they didn't is that they didn't touch on the Knights of Ren at all. 
Yes. And I know I know we're going to get them in the next film, but it's like this next film has to wrap up the Knights of Ren. I would have liked to ha- have some type of closure on Snoke. Now we have mm-hmm. to do with Palpatine coming back. Are we going to get any idea about the Skywalker legacy, about, you know, more on Luke's time away? Is, is what is? I mean, we have to figure out Ray's parentage if it really is nobody. I feel like there's a lot that now has to be done in the third film because the second film didn't cover any any real bases like anything so i um the trailer got me you know excited to see that 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 stuff will be happening as opposed to the second you know the last jedi but um just like i said before i'm like cautiously optimistic it's funny because she said it's the most convenient lightsaber i'm like that shit could swing back accidentally hit you in the face (laughs) (laughs) but it's uh i mean i was impressed by i was okay with the trailer too because like when I saw Last Jedi, I was like, okay, this is all right. And I let it sit. I'm like, it gets better over time, but it's still like... It's just so frustrating. It's like there's so much... this tri- You know, there's so much has to be done in this trilogy. And it's like in the second film, there's not... like The second film is Luke not training Rey. The second mm-hmm. film is Snoke not doing anything and dying. The second film is nothing to do with Knights of Ren. The second film is... You know what I'm saying? So it's just like frustrating because it's like... Whoa. Yeah, it- we need we like we have we have plot that we have to get through. We have mythology questions that we want solved, and now like it's like all safe for the third film, and it's like how how are you going to fit that all in a film, and and, I, it, and it still be good. I remember it was an old article, and it pretty much said that like Disney didn't have a plan for this trilogy. Like they handed it off to different uh, directors, and like they well, would Kath, do their spin on it. They, yeah, that's I remember that art. They said they said that at one they point. St- yeah, they clearly then, said we didn't plan the trilogy out. We just handed it to the directors. And now, and now, Kathleen's like, "Oh, we planned it out," and it's like bullshit. Mm. There's no way you make. It's just like there's no way you make that second film, mm. and then say that's planned. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just no way because the second film like does nothing. It 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 it, it really, it, the characters. I mean, they, like like okay, Ray at the beginning of it and Ray at the end of it. She has like what like a two days of training from Luke, and she's a god, right? And then and then. Uh, uh, Finn, what, what what the only character, and and I am happy because I love Poe. The only character yes. with development is Poe. That's the mm-hmm. only character is is like him, and, te- and technically Kylo because he's technically now supreme leader. But that that it just feels like such a cop out because they cut Snoke in half. So like, really, the only character that really has any real is Poe. Like, but like literally, Poe's storylines what saves the second film for me because it really shows a you know him dealing with. You're not just a hotshot anymore. You're, you're, you're. I'm grooming. Leia's grooming him to be the leader of the resistance, and to be the mm-hmm. leader, it requires more than the hotshot tactics. It requires tactfulness. It requires long, methodical thought. And I thought that was really interesting. But, yeah. and I don't, and I, and I, and I have no issue with, um, what's her name, Kelly Tran? What's her character's name in it? But, oh I, yeah, I just felt like she just wasn't properly utilized. Like her and Finn. I, I wanted to like that storyline, and at first, when after I watched the film, I was like, "Oh, okay." Like it, the film showed that sometimes fit missions don't work. Like this is Star Wars, and sometimes war, missions and wars don't work. But then, like I said, the more I thought about, it, I was like, "Okay, but I don't need to learn that lesson because there's so much we have to get done in this film." Like you choose a, a spinoff to deal with that, but um, and then like and then I did my my boy Benicio del Toro dirty with like that random like his character just felt like it was forced, and, and I love him as an actor and i love him as a as a you know i want i was so excited to have him in the film and i just feel like his character was just kind of hit her him captain phasma i just feel like they just got like the short end of the stick 
Dude, Fastman was a wasted potential. Like they were hyping her up with the products. Like, oh, Boba Fett, she's gonna be next. Bo-. And then like she just yeah. gets her ass handed to her like fifteen times. And dude, Boba Fett wasn't even in the tri- like the old trilogy that much. Like it's, right. But like glad like you know I'm glad that Mandalorian's gonna cover that because we don't hear about the Mandalorians a lot in their culture. But besides that, I think the you know the thing that really stood out to me and that really scared me for this trilogy is when Snoke died, and I'm like wait what like i'm so confused not only did he die but he died before we got any details about him any details and we're like oh was he like with you know darth sidious like you know behind the shadows or like we don't even know and plus like they're calling they're calling um ray the evil version raylo so instead (laughs) of kylo raylo but like you know kylo is all right i just think he's a stupid cosplayer trying to be his grandpa and i think he's kind of a bitch um, <laughs> so I kind of don't like him in some aspects because I think he's. But just at the like same a... time, like Anakin was a little bit of a bitch in the first. Like he was always bitching. Like it, yeah. it, honestly, it kind of <laughs> feels like he's a, he's an echo of his. He's like a shadow of his of his grandfather, and I'm I'm okay with that. Just no, but because An- I feel because no one can match Vader anyway. I think Anakin's a badass though. Like Anakin be bitchy, yeah. Like oh, you know, I hate so- Sam. But it, but it, he killed the younglings. Um, but, yo, yo, he tore them up. He, <laughs> that was um, But I don't know why I'm laughing. But anyway, <laughs> the, the Anakin, Anakin had the skills. You know what I mean? Like he was taking the fight to his enemies. It, I think Kylo kind of is a bitch to me because he got his ass kicked by Rey, who hasn't touched the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. my my theory for Rey being evil is what's going around, and I kind of think this too is what if she's a clone. Because remember the vision she had in Last Jedi was a multiple of rays. I'm like, what if this was a sign that she's a clone? And there, you know, what if Palpatine was the one trying to, um, you know, mix in different DNA of Jedi? And that explains why she's so fucking strong because she's a clone with multiple genes of different Jedis and their abilities. Because if we talk about midi-chlorians and really bring it back, I know. That's just, that's not my rumor, but that's the rumor people are talking. But I do, like, what if she's a clone? That's a possibility. Um, I hope it's not a vision because, dude, that's such a cop-out. That's such a cop-out. And I no, think people right. would get pissed off. And, like, I don't know if that's something J.J. would do. You know what I mean? And they picked uh-huh. J.J. to play it safe. There's a reason why JJ yeah. was there, and yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. have um, what's his face, uh, Colin Tren Trevaro. Yeah, Colin, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Trevaro. Yeah, they didn't have him for the third because they were like, all right, we kind of screwed up with the fans, maybe not with you know ratings and money wise, but they wanted to play the safest bet and gave it to JJ, which is I think is the best idea because JJ just knows how to play safe and home field. Um, but what are your thoughts? Like, what do you think about the clone idea? I think that's a pretty good one. If you had I to mean, wrap it up, but besides the DNA stuff, but like, what do you think about the clone idea? I mean, I could see it. Like, I could see that happening. I mean, I may sound old school. I may sound boring, but I, I always felt stood by the idea that I just wish it, it's the Skywalker saga. It should have been just Luke's daughter. Like, it, it's just a Skywalker Skywalker saga. The first trilogy about is about Luke's dad. Second trilogy is about Luke. Third one should have been about Luke's offspring. Like I just like, and I get okay, fine. Like Kylo is technically half Skywalker, but it's just, it's I don't know. Like it should it should have been Luke's kid just because Luke because Le- Leia being his twin was like added on last minute in the third film or, or like whenever it was whenever it was revealed. I was like it wasn't always planned that way, um, and 
I, I, I mean, I just, I don't know. I may sound boring by saying that, but I, 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 there's a Skywalker saga. It should have been about the three generations and it should have been about the, you know, the, the father, the son and I, it, it, it could be the daughter. I don't care, but it should have been his direct offspring. So now that that's probably not the case. I mean, at that point I'm just like, whatever, make her evil. Like, but, uh, I, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I, I could be down with like Palpatine, like, but then it's like, I, I like I find backup plans so boring. Like, yes. in, like, so like the fact that she would be like, she would be the backup plan because like, if you don't make her the backup plan and all of a sudden she's the main plan. Okay. Well then the first trilogy is bullshit. You know, like, does it matter? Like, I don't do that. Like don't invite, like one of the saving graces of the first, of the first of the prequel trilogy is that it shows how much Palpatine planned. And like, and that's another thing. Like if you were going to choose Palpatine to come back in the third one, then they should have, they should have showed some like some they should have seeded some things in the second film so that mm-hmm. it felt like a payoff and it's like now it's just, now the third film is like oh i don't know where palpatine's coming back but also we're going to deal with that like it's not going to if you're going to if this is going to be the end of the trilogy and it's and it's like supposed to be the end of us all the whole skywalker saga then you have to end it with palpatine dying because otherwise what palpatine lives and they lose that's corny that's whack that's not epic so then it's like okay so we're going to get him palpatine almost coming back and dying in one film as opposed to seeding it Lame. through you know and even Lame. if even if they retconned it to show that, like snoke was like his like decoy body it's like you should have given us given us a couple of hints about that in the second film so it felt like a payoff in the third I, I absolutely agree with everything you just said and like do you think palpatine is going to be a physical manifestation or a ghost that's what i'm like thinking about because like what if like I don't, I don't, I don't really don't know what they're. I think they're trying to really pick on the nostalgia to attract people, because yeah. you know the Palpatine yeah. laugh was the thing that got people. Because besides, uh, if the, yeah, if the Palpatine laugh didn't happen, I would have been like, okay, whatever. And then it happened. And then he, then he goes, haha, and you're like, oh yeah. my gosh. And then exactly, and now this trailer is like, oh Ray's evil. I'm like, what if is he gonna become a ghost that possesses Ray? Like, what is the like deal with this? Is he, here's my it, thing. Not to cut you off, but no, it, no, keep going. I would be excited about that if it opened the floodgates and the and this whole film has a shit ton of ghosts. If it has Obi Wan's ghost, if it has Anakin's ghost, if it has uh, Luke's ghost, like then I'd be cool with that because then it's like okay, now it's like a celebration of the entire saga. If it's just Palpatine, that's like all right, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but like back, harking back to what you said about like there should have been sprinkles of him in the second one. It's absolutely true because it sucks because I I'm not expecting this movie to be three hours. Um, I it just sucks because we're gonna only get Palpatine for maybe two you know two hours exactly. Like, it's it's, it's like, just what the f- it just feels like wow like it, it, the truth is JJ has a lot on his plate and there's a lot of expectations yeah. for this um film. Um, let's move on. You know, Marvel had their talk with D twenty three, and you know Loki. Not really much to talk about, but Kate Heron, is, who did Sex Education, is gonna direct the series. Um, this one's so hot to me wandavision pretty much it's like a wait. weird dick van uh, dick van dyke or i forget what's called um but no, pretty no, much that, yeah 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 it right like it's, a, it's, it's dick van dyke yeah yeah so it, they the trailer was like a culmination of that you know cutting clips to the vision and um scarlet witch and it's pretty cool because kate dennings you know who's in the previous thor movies and randall park who's in ant-man and the wasp are reprising their roles and um, it's kind of be kind of being described as a sitcom, but like the whole thing with WandaVision, they've been saying it's going to be weird. 
It's and start, it's definitely gonna start out a comedy and div- like regress to like the scary, like this like emotional thought, you know, thought piece about Wanda breaking down, like her, her like her mentally breaking down. Like it's gonna start out a comedy and it's gonna just like go to like some crazy roads, and then it's gonna lead into uh, multiverse of madness. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's such a cool premise. Like it's gonna start out one way and it's gonna be like super because even the 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 poster for it. The Badass. poster they released is them in front of a TV, and they're colored, and they look like they're they're like they're 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 literally in color, and they're it looks like they're dressed in you know the late six in like the sixties attire, and then there's like a TV in front of them, and it's like a mysterious like glow from it, and then yeah. surrounding them surrounding them the rest of the room is black and white, and then they they they're them sitting in front of the TV is casting their shadow, and she has her classic crown yes. from the comics on, mm-hmm. and Vision has a yellow speck where his, on his uh, head. soul is supposed to be. It's so cool, man. It's gonna be such a cool, different. It's like uh, I can't wait. It's also, in addition to that, like Catherine Hahn, who did Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and she's an Emmy, Emmy nominee. She's joining she's the cast great. She's as hilarious. a gamer. And, uh, dude, like, we ranked, like, when our, you know, Disney Plus shows for Marvel. And I said, you know, Captain America, I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then my second was WandaVision. But WandaVision's really getting up there, because the fact that it's going to be so bold, and to, just to bring you guys into, you know, perspective, you know, Matt Shackman, who did Fargo's directing, and it's going to be a six-episode series. So I think it's just going to be so wacky and bold. And I, what I, when I think about the poster, I didn't even pick out the black and white thing around them. Good eye. Um, but, like, I'm excited for her original costume and the fact that this is bleeding into Doctor Strange, which is, like, you know, already been talked about. Um, it, it drives people to go to Disney Plus and subscribe, but this just smells like Tom King's Run of Vision and House Absolutely. of M like house absolutely of you know what i mean absolutely. like it it's like not normal no more mutants it's just like that alternate reality yep. Yep, like yep, in yep. the earlier how and the earlier half of house of m they had to deal with um yep but if you guys don't know what house of m is like you know wanda pretty much is making her, loses own her shit. different yeah she loses her shit and pretty much makes her own different realities and it's like it has different effects on different characters in the universe and like that, like that blended in with Tom King's vision is like, it's what this, it's what the 1960s, 50s feel is like, that's what the vision run is. And it's a combination of that. And what Marvel does great, like Civil Wars, they don't take the whole plot. They take the flavor of those runs and they combine it with the, you know, the MCU. And I'm like, this, this is what excites me. And I was talking, I was listening to some YouTubers. They're like, oh, I'm not excited for that. I'm like, dude, this is going to be so wacky and different. Like there's not, it's like so shielded. It's it's gonna be so. Bo- I think it's gonna be so fresh, and I I've been telling people this. Wanda needs her recognition, not just Captain Marvel. Like, there's other female superheroes that are in the MCU that just don't get a lot of credit, and this is her opportunity to do it with these six episodes. But I mean, where does this stand on your ranking for the next Marvel shows coming out on Disney Plus? Do you still have um, F- Falcon and Winter Soldier up top? I do, but it. I mean, WandaVision is like right there on the back of its neck. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's, 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 it's basically tied. Like if we were, if I was allowed to say tied, I would say tied. But if I had to choose one, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Now that I'm talking about it, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I got, I got to think about it because, it, it, I'm pumped for them for two different reasons. I'm pumped for WandaVision for the, t- the, t- the television, like for the, the, the genre and like 
what the how weird is going to be but i'm pumped for winter soldier and uh the falcon because mm-hmm. like storyline wise um character wise like it's the most ingrained in like the mcu's future yeah. and i just think that's and i love the characters and i love the it's it's going to be probably closer to winter soldier than anything and winter soldier is such an amazing film and it's it's tough man I, they're close it is close and I don't know. I the thing is, I still have Falcon and Winter Soldier on the top because I I like Falcon as Captain America, um, and like they they did show at D twenty three his poster, and you get a glimpse of the suit, and I'm like, I'm so happy they went with the like the new reincar the new incarnation of Cap- uh, Falcon, aka Captain America, where it's a white suit, like all white instead of just dark blue, which is yeah. Cap's original. Yeah. Um, like so, they're kind of like yin and yang, and I'm glad they went with the white and red to be the predominant color. And it's cool because they had Wyatt Russell from Overlord, aka Kurt Russell's son, to play as U- U.S. agent. And this is coming out in August 2020 with six episodes. It's besides that they didn't really get that much detail, but Emily Van Camp's gonna come back. She really had you know minor roles, and I mean she does like she needs. I, this makes sense for her to come back because this is the spy aspect of the MCU. This is back to the Winter Soldier uh, genre, you know, like this, like what happens with Shield and all that stuff, and how it goes on forward. Like, is there even Shield to reference back for these characters? And how does you know how does America take Captain the new Captain America, aka Falcon, as the new Cap, or even Winter Soldier coming out in public and being a quote unquote hero now that you know everything's back to normal, even though he has a dirty past. It's kind of weird to see like what's going to happen but like any expectations for this show man uh i'm i'm expected to be excited i'm expected to be (laughs) super like impressed and just i'm expecting to enjoy the hell out of it like Mm. it's it's i I can't you know like i'm just so pumped for all of disney plus's content because it's just it's gonna be it's got the it's got the movie money it does have the movie money but like the real headliners in my opinion were the three new shows well what if it was already known but there's three new shows that are coming out uh miss marvel moon knight and she hulk which i'm very excited so if we're gonna talk about miss marvel bisha k ali who's a showrunner and writer is a comedian who's currently staffed on the hulu remake for weddings and a funeral um even though, like, you know, Kamala Khan is a new character and she's like a Muslim female superhero. From Jay Z. From New Jay Z. And she pretty much has, you know, Kevin Feige loves her and she's been, her series has been critically acclaimed. I'm, dude, I'm excited for these, like, new calls. Like, out of all of them, Moon Knight obviously is the most excited for me. But, like, if I had to rank it, it'd be Moon Knight. And then for tied for second place, would be Miss Marvel and She Hulk. Uh, what are your thoughts on these guys getting dropped? I mean, like you said, Moon Knight can't. I mean, Moon Knight, and especially that rumor that Werewolf by Night, because I yep. love, I love the supernatural. I love the heart. I love the classic Universal horror monsters. Man, like Moon Knight. I mean, I'm, I'm not to change conversations, but I really hope that Ghost Rider is done justice on Hulu, and I'm Please. hoping that it, I'm hoping it's real DCU. I'm sorry, DCU. I'm, so, I'm hoping it's real MCU, and 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 not still that divide between Marvels marvel tv studios and marvel cinematic universe um because i just like like ghost the idea of ghost rider and moon knight and blade interacting and werewolf by night mm-hmm. it's literally it's chilling it's like it's horror inspired it's, it's like spooky you know spooky season type type goodness <laughs> um so I, yeah like you said moon knight you know definitely favorite i am i am 
interested in how that's going to play out with it being on on Disney Plus and not Hulu because Moon Knight can get pretty violent as well. Um, yes. He's also just like a really like messed up characters, and we know we know uh, that Disney Plus is not going to cross into R. We know it's not going to, and it's probably not going to get that close to R. Like it's not going to get that high of a PG thirteen rating. So, um, or, or even like I don't even I don't even know like how PG thirteen they're going to get, but um, I'm ex- I'm I'm interested to see how that plays out. Uh, and then, like, and, and honestly, same thing. Like, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. Um, you know, I'm I'm one for uh, it, when it's the right fit. You know, let's let's diversify. So I'm I'm excited that Miss Marvel is getting her opportunity to shine because she, you know, she's fairly new, but she has a, she's gotten a great reception. And uh, you know, she's across. She's hitting all all the check marks. You know, she's female. She's Muslim. She's from Jersey. I don't know if anybody's from Jersey. Okay. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, She-Hulk. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. She-Hulk has never really been like a major character for me. So I, mm. uh, I do think it'll be it could be interesting. You know, balancing Jennifer Walters' lawyer with She-Hulk. Um, I, I hope. I, I mean, I hope that Mark Ruffalo is going to be in it. I hope Hell the Hulk yeah. is in it. Like, like it. I don't. I know it's called She-Hulk, but I would hope. I would. I would hope that he would be like in half of the up. Ep- I don't know, like half of the episodes or. Um, or I don't know if they're going to go with like the super gross Superman dynamic where like he, Superman appeared in like one and like the, that one episode, the first season, a couple more in the second. Um, I'm not probably saying like there's going to be a second season, but I don't know. Maybe he, maybe the Hulk is in like the introduction and the last episode and that's it. But I would hope Mark, Mark Ruffalo appears in it, but all three of them are, are always interesting characters. Um, I'm trying, I can't think of anyone really who I would give a show to besides them, because obviously like Nova, we want to film. Um, yeah. I mean, I would love for the, but then like the defenders would be on Hulu anyway, and yeah, we can't do anything yeah. with them yet, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can't think of it. I can't really think of anyone off the top of my head that, that, so. I mean, I, she hope better have Bruce Banner. Cause you know, yeah. with, with the story, she, you know, she gets you know a transfusion from him and then becomes She-Hulk and then she's permanently in that state you know and yeah. I mean like the the fact they're talking about this like you know the money the co- the cost to like make this like you know and they were have... gonna do a Hulk show remember they were gonna do the um Guillermo del Toro was gonna direct that 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 Hulk television show mm-hmm. it's just like the budget for this and it's funny because remember you you sent me that article like a rumor another big show is gonna happen and it happened. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't go the way we thought. Like it would be Hulk or something. But you know, Miss Marvel. I'm. I'm. I'm cool with Miss Marvel. I can see why they do it. And plus, like especially with Ultimate Alliance, like she's kind of like, she's like a fan of superheroes. You know, she could be that. I don't want to say this, but like you can understand what I'm trying to say. Like she could be like that outside perspective, the little girl. Mm-hmm. You know, the Peter Parker esque type of character where she's like looking up to all these characters and like she's still yeah. like she's you know, she's a Muslim in modern day America dealing with these issues with her family. You know, like uh, that's interesting and I don't think it's like SJW or anything. I I think it's a pretty good step. And I do hear like people's gripes about it. Um but I'm I was more than excited to watch. I'm gonna watch the shit of it. And like the fact that Feige announced himself it's going to be a show and then it's going to bleed into the movie properties so i mean this is for moon knight too and like you know like you said moon knight's going to be probably the hardest pg-13 thing that's going to be on there but it's like it kind of sucks because 
Moon Knight was rumored to be in Netflix, remember? Yeah. And yeah. it sucks knowing that that could have been a rated R property because Moon Knight was supposed to be the guy with the mental disability. Jessica Jones was a sexual um, assault. A sexual assault. And then Matt Murdock was someone with a handicapped disability. Um, you know, Luke Cage was an African American man. Guy. Yeah. Living in the ghetto. And like, you know, Iron Fist was someone that like had such a broken Rich family. Rich white guy. <laughs> Rich white guy with a broken family. You know what I mean? He, he didn't grow up with a family so it's like they each the netflix series each, yeah they were you know all differently disabled in a way and it's funny because feige was teasing he was like um mark specter gets his powers from the moon god or does he or is he just crazy so like that's gonna be cool if we like it never fully announces if he actually has powers but he's like probably delusional you know what i mean that could, we could have fun with that vision um is it too late to be have keanu reeves on it i don't know because like a lot of people are hyping that up on social media but you know in regards to she hulk i'm very excited i'm 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 fully fine with she hulk and i like it's kind of cool you know seeing you know these women getting their representation i don't think it's forced honestly but maybe for some characters that we'll mention down below um but i'm fine with this and like the other shows like what if is coming and it had like crazy stuff like the winter soldier battling marvel zombies aka the version of captain america you know steven rogers in an iron monger style suit fighting alongside captain uh carter or captain britain whatever you want to call her and tatala suiting up as star lord that's just so weird and the fact that we have watu officially um i'm very excited for this it's you it's still like i don't know what the animation direction is like is it a, is it like you did see captain carter you know at d23 but like is the animation the same universally like or is it going to be like an anthology where like love death and robots where it's like every episode is a different animation style uh, but what are your expe expectations for what if i mean you definitely again took the words out of my mouth it, it's <laughs> interesting it'll be interesting to see if it's the same animation style or if it's an anthology series with you know one you know because because hers almost looked at like i don't know if i say self-shaded but uh, i don't know like that's the closest thing i can think of off the top of my head is like hers kind of looked a little self-shaded um and uh you know but it looked it looked really i mean we didn't see it in motion but it, it looked beautiful i mean the still looked beautiful uh i'm super excited for the series i think it's going to be a really fun you know uh i think it'll be, i think the best way to describe it is going to be excuse me really fun i think it's gonna be really fun um the fact that every ep they're gonna make an episode for every movie that's been produced and change one thing about it i think that's really cool so no matter what we're gonna get another spider-man <laughs> um, yeah in a way yeah and uh I think that's I'm I'm super excited for it and and I love um, the voice of uh, the Watcher um, from Westworld. Mm -hmm. I know his name in real life and I'm drawing a blank, but not his name is Bernard from the show. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright, right? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. Wright. Yeah, Jeffrey. Yeah, Wright. I love him as an actor. I think he's really cool. I love. I, I mean, I I really love him from Westworld and the fact that he's a Watcher is like is fantastic. I, I can't wait for the show. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a really fun light heart like kind of light lighthearted because it's not like in universe but is um and it has like almost almost all of the actual cast coming back so it'll be really cool to be honest i think it's underrated and it's going to be a sleeper hit you know what i mean like people yeah. are talking about loki and all this stuff but i think this is going to be so crazy and like the fact that um you know the thing that really sticks out is like captain america as a zombie like where does that even come from like it, there's like endless possibilities because there's different universes and we're getting a taste of captain carter or captain Britain, whatever you want to call 
And like, if we did like, let's say we, you know, the next Avengers movie involves different realities. Like, what if we bring back Haley Atwell and as a, you know, like, com- like I said, like Secret Origin or something, like in a previous episode, that'd be pretty crazy. Um, but if we're going to the movie properties. Uh, you know, Black Panther gets a release date for May 6, 2022. So I was wrong in the previous previous episode because I was thinking it'd be on February, which is Black History Month, and it's first release for the first one. Um, to go on from there, Black Widow had some footage and a new poster and a new costume, which was all white, and you get the full glimpse of Red Guardian, who is played by Hopper. What's his name again, the actor? David Harbour. Yeah, David Harbour. So he had the full beard on, which I loved. Um, you know, Eternals... Pretty much, Gemma, Ch- Gemma Chan is playing Cersei, and we're having Kit Harrington actually casted, but he's not in the internal. He's actually Black Knight. Um, I'm very That's happy. Crazy. I'm, That's crazy. I'm, I'm happy for this, but like, it's kind of I'm happy for Kit because you know Feige did say that, like he's interested in having him in more than one film, um, but it's like. I want Kit Harrington to have a role that doesn't involve like a medieval vibe. <laughs> Never happened. He's typecasted for life. Yeah. So like, you know, the King of the North is um, a knight again and he's not, you know, doing the watch, but he's, you know, he's still donning black. But like, what's your thoughts on, you know, Kit Harrington coming to the Eternals casting as Black Knight? Because I honestly don't know much about Black Knight, but sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, what's funny is he's been rumored for years for the mcu like for and it's so funny because he's he's the type of character that is like not like moon knight moon knight is a perfect is a, is a perfect example for what i'm trying to say which is like he's a c-list character but he gets that exposure to the marvel ultimate alliance games like i remember mm-hmm. learning about him from that black knight is a, like a d-list who's like still brought up constantly as being a character that they're going to introduce who has no gateway drug like he has no game appearances tv shows appearance for people to like latch on to to be like oh you know what i'm saying that's my that's a cool character i'm interested in him like black knight has nothing so i just think that's funny that that uh they that he's been rumored for so long but uh i mean he's a he's a it's a cool character because it's it's a straight up knight and wearing black armor that's like been a part of the avengers and like has and I, I I was looking I, I can't remember like I read a, a I read a Reddit comment so I don't know how well kept they are on their uh, Marvel history but apparently like the whole thing about the Black Knight I mean I do know that the whole thing about the Black Knight is his sword mm-hmm. and apparently the guy on Reddit was saying that the sword can, can turn the person like crazy it can like really mess mess with their mental state what? It can just, it, yeah and so like the whole point of the Black Knight is like every time is like they're dedicated to fighting the good fight but by doing that and using the sword they're also decaying away like their mental state and that's really that's a really cool premise i think that's like um i like i actually like the premise and it kind of relates to jane foster as thor if you've read that run yeah yeah, kind of like the more they use their powers the more deteriorated they become because you know Mm. for jane it was cancer um but yeah, I see the thing is the fact that they have Black Knight. I don't know. Okay, I'll be honest. I don't know a lot about Black Knight, but like the fact that he's not an Eternal, and you know, Feige's talking about you know bringing him back for other films because it would be a waste to have Kit Harrington for a one shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Film. It's yeah. like, are we gonna talk? Is the Eternals, even though it's been talked about to be thousands of years before the MCU, is there gonna be time travel? Like, are they gonna well, start I, pl- planting seeds? I, I, I feel like I read somewhere that the film's gonna take place over the course of those thousand years. Yeah, it's just 
something like that something but like how i'm just wondering how it's going to set up the mcu because every actor and actress is like oh it's going to set up the mcu i'm just like okay but you guys are so far back in time and i don't know i don't know what to expect from the eternals because one it's like another unknown property that a lot even like the most people like the people that read comics don't know much on you know what i mean it's such a crazy run but i don't know like what are your thoughts on it i mean it's got a crazy good cast so i i can't even like i mean let's do this like i can't uh, we've talked about it in the before and i mean i i I don't we've been a little bit nervous we they're going to be almighty powerful but at the same time like it's got a strong ass cast it's got it it's far enough of removed from the mcu at least at face value that it can kind of get out there and be something different um and because of that, you know, I'm I'm cautiously excited. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that you know Angelina Jolie's tied to it. It's funny because she had an interview and she's like, "Oh, I love playing my character," and like you can tell she didn't know what the hell she was talking about. <laughs> um, but you know, if you're going from Eternals, this is our last bit. You know, Miss America Chavez. You know, there's a report that Marvel wants to do have her in the MCU in the near future. There's no news yet, but we'll make, there's nothing about like what will take place. But if for starters, you know the MCU has Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Monica Rambeau all in the same world, and with Miss um, Chavez, you know the Ultimates is her group to belong to. But it's about the character. Miss America is a Latin American immigrant who's openly gay. She's also insanely powerful, and she can change up the MCU. But like honestly, I as much as like I'm glad you know the Latin representation. Keanu, that's your thing, and I think it's great. That's my thing. But it's just like, I don't, I'm not excited for this. And I feel like this is, I just don't, okay, I don't want Marvel to go so heavily PC because I feel like there's still other characters that we could choose for, you know, to bring up. And honestly, like hearing this from the comic book community, like a lot of people don't like her run. Um, they don't, they, a lot of, a lot of people don't like her. Her. They said her main um, run, like her main Lines uh, series from like a couple like a year ago. Or so they said it was really bad. They said it was like written like really, really bad. bad. They, they said it was all over the place. They said it also kind of like kind of like got rid of the things that made her unique. Like it just it, it was. They said uh, it was funny. The whole Reddit thread. It was it was weird. I was expecting people to rag on her, and actually the whole Reddit thread was like I really loved her in Young Avengers. Um and all and like, all her other side appearances, but her main story comic was just so bad. But like that, they really jo- enjoyed her and everything else that she was in. Yeah, I mean. I'm just not excited because I feel like there's other characters we can put in, and I just feel like I don't, I don't want to. Well, I mean, it looks but, like they're setting up the Young Avengers. Yeah, I can see that, but I just think it just feels SJW and PC, and you know, is Disney? Uh, it's not. It's not surprising to me because you know Disney's gonna go that route, and it's no. There's no shying away from it. Even though I do like She Hulk and Miss Marvel, but it's like do we need this but if it's gonna set up the young avengers and stuff like that and it's just like i'm just not sold on it right now but as much as like you know i want that latino's like representation that's great um but you know anything to add to this besides because this is like a fresh story so it's like yeah yeah i just saw it earlier today yeah i mean uh, there was rumor there was a rumor that it was gonna be a disney plus show um i mean like i mean look man i'm just i'm as of right now, we still don't got that uh, that Latin flair uh, in the MCU. So if she's gonna be, if she has to be the one and to to bear the burden, then because I mean, really, they don't have we don't have much to choose from. We got what White Tiger, 
which now is going to, I mean, it's, the character's going to come out and people are just going to, like, rag on him for being a black black, the, black Panther. Yeah. yeah, like, come on, like, Black Panther, White Tiger, like, even if he's a cool character in the comics, which, I mean, there's not much to go off of, um, you can't, I mean, people are going to obviously be like, okay, cool, Black Panther spinoff, Black Panther copy co- copycat. So, besides him, uh, I'm trying to think. Well, honestly, I just wanted Diego Luna to be that guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wanted... Not Diego Luna. Um, Ghost Rider. What's his name? Um, oh, fuck me. Oh, I do want him to be that guy, but it's like... Yeah, him, I want him to be that him guy. him being Marvel TV Studios, I feel like he's going to be kept at arm's reach. I know, and that's... It's so frustrating. That's what I think. I want them to break that deal and bring him into the MCU because there's so many, like... I, I feel like there's a lot of characters that are cutting the line. So, you know, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, there's a line of characters waiting to be put into mainstream media and i feel like a lot of these like unknown properties are really cutting the line and there's still a lot of characters we haven't touched on and it's like okay we're really gonna go with uh you know miss america chavez like i'd rather have ghost rider be the representation and be the real iteration for the mcu to be like okay this is the latino actor and you know to really stand out and i think that would be great um i mean if i was gonna go this route whatever like it's cool with me i guess so who would you who would you uh who's next in line in your opinion the way that disney's going i don't know no no who's who's who would be your okay so who would be next in your line Hmm. i'm trying to think right now you have to come back to me (laughs) but it's like i I have to think as well so we'll we'll, we'll touch back on that because like the thing is like we don't know what phase five is like if we say a big name right now, that's gonna be like a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, at, like, I mean, but but you understand like where I think it's like I feel like some people are cutting like. No, no, I get line. exactly. What you, no, I get what yeah. you're saying. I, I and that's why like I'm because I've thought about it before and I I'm like like usually honestly when I do that like the first thing I do is like think of like the Marvel Ultimate Alliance like or think of like yeah class yeah and I and I go down the list and I'm like okay this person has a movie this person this has, has a movie, movie so. yeah well yeah, we, yeah. Can't go, we can't go off the current Ultimate Alliance three because like no you're right yeah that's like that's like literally the MCU plus like whatever's coming the, the, out now yeah yeah um yeah. except She Hulk she's not even in there you're gonna have to go to like, M- now. You're, yeah you're gonna have to go to Ultimate Alliance one and really dig deep but like I'm surprised Squirrel Girl wasn't even announced but like. She was supposed to have. Wasn't she was supposed to be a, a part rumor. of the? Uh, yeah, there was well, she was supposed to supposed to be that part of that show, the new guard, something the like new that. warriors, on um, freeform, and then like they passed on the pilot, and it's just been like development hell, like development limbo for the longest. But she was gonna be in the in the new warriors. I'm kind of curious about a Runaways version, but on MCU. I think I would really like that, for some reason. Well, just I that, mean, just that it's kind, of, it's kind of in MCU. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like real if, it's, if, if it's run, yeah. If we're talking about real MCU and with the bucks behind it, like I feel like that'd be very interesting. Um, but if we're we we're gonna wrap that up, we're just gonna go in a bonus round. Really, just throw out these last bits. There's a lot of news coming, um, but we'll save the second thing last. But uh, just to bring in, you know, Mortal Kombat according to Variety gets Chin Han, the Dark Knight. He did Skyscraper. He'll play Shang Tsung and. Hiroyuki Sonata, who did Wolverine Avengers Endgame. Dude, Hiroyuki is, like, the Japanese guy to hire because, like, since Last Samurai, he's been such a badass. Um, And the fact that he's going to become Scorpion, 
against Joe Taslim as Sub Zero. That's nuts. And now I didn't, have... I didn't know that uh, he was. Ca- I didn't. I didn't even hear that he was a. Uh, yeah, this Scorpion. was today. This is today. Like legit, oh, right before we uh, started recording. Um, but yeah, he's gonna be Scorpion. Yeah, I'm about and, that. He's a cool ass guy. And Makad Brooks is Jax. Ludi Lin, Liu Kang. You know, Jessa McNamee is Sonya, and Josh Lawson is Kano. So that was like throughout the week. Um, so there was a rumor, actually not a rumor, but previously mentioned Iron Fist actor Louis Tan was casted, but it was never disclosed. So we thought like Scorpion was gonna be the guy, but apparently not. And I was thinking Shang Tsung. I'm like, okay, so not that. Um, so it's still up in the air what he's gonna be. Suicide Squad's coming out. The Suicide Squad's coming out August 6, 2021. Nathan Fillion's casted, and Taika Waititi is in talks, but there's no wrap up of who he's going to play. Keanu, what are your thoughts on like you know both Mortal Kombat and Suicide Squad? Um, I'm pumped as hell about Mortal Kombat. I'm, oh, hell I'm yeah. super. Yeah, I'm I'm loving the casting so far. Mm-hmm. I'm loving who they cast as Scorpion. I love them in Westworld. Love them in like you said in in, in the Wolverine. Um, Oh, he was he was the uh, one of the random Yakuza guys in the in Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that got killed off by Ronin. He should have gotten he should have gotten a, be- a better role. He's such a good, he's such a cool guy. Like I, he's so cool. Well, I guess look, he's got his own universe now. He's freaking he's the he's Scorpion, like what well, the biggest name in Mortal Kombat. So that's really cool. But um, you, you can agree he's the quintessential like badass Japanese guy to cast. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. when I think of I, mean, I think of him and I think of uh, Ken Watanabe, like those are the first two that I think of when we think we're gonna cast like strong asian male leads like older strong asian male leads um i'm so pumped about mortal kombat love the casting so far and then the suicide squad nathan finley is cool as hell if he's hilarious so that's the i mean the suicide squad i don't know we've talked about it before i don't know enough about it i also am burnt out from the first one but (laughs) i mean i mean i like james gunn i like nathan fillion um it's funny that like (sighs) Taika? Taika. It's funny that, like, I sometimes forget that he acts too. So it's like, it's weird to hear that, like, this director is going to be acting in someone else's film. Like, it's like, it's just weird to me because I forget that, you know, he does do that sometimes. But, uh, well, I'll, we'll see how that, we'll see how it goes. I, I want to see, I want to see that first trailer and, I, and, I, and then I'll take it from there. Yeah, Suicide Squad looks like it's going to be, um, you know, another Guardians of the Galaxy low-key. Because Nathan Fillion was in Guardians. He was a voice actor for um, the, remember the, in, pr- inmate. the prisoner guy. Yeah, the inmate yeah. guy that got his nose ripped off pretty much. Yeah. Um, which is, I every time I watch it, I'm like, that's Nathan Fillion? Like, damn. Um, <laughs> so, like, if we're talking about, you know, continuing video game movies... According to Deadline, Dan Trachtenberg, you know, he was going to do the Uncharted film, and pretty much they lost the director. But, you know, besides losing a director, they had one major player, you know, join the project, which is PlayStation Productions, which is its first time being involved in the film, which is its first, uh, it's, it's like its first time helping to make a video game adaptation as a feature pre- production. So it's kind of... First off, I didn't want this Uncharted movie, and it's it's currently scheduled as December eighteenth, two thousand twenty, and it has Tom Holland, which I don't agree with because I want I don't want a young, um, a young character for this film. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, it's not why we have to do like a prequel to get Nathan there. Like, it just doesn't sound right. I would love Tom Holland as a flashback, like it does in the video games. He's right. always flashback, you know, like right. little. In- it's uh, I don't know. This isn't needed. Like, who wants this right now? Like, like it's no weird. 
Yeah, it's weird because I remember like Mark Wahlberg was being tossed around to be the character, and it's like, all right, that didn't work out. Now this, and I'm like, okay, like this doesn't have to happen because there's rumors that like Tom Holland's gonna do Atlantis, the live action adaptation. I'm very excited for that. I'd be about um, that. But they should do Treasure Planet because you know that's underrated yes. as hell. But, yes. Like you know, this game isn't needed. I mean, this movie isn't needed, but like we're still we. Let's just the focus game on, is very much needed. That's a good ass game. Yeah, it is a good ass game, but let's focus on Mortal Kombat in in regards to film releases. Good video game adaptations. <laughs> but you know, I wanted the last uh, end on this last bit with talking about video games. You know, Ultimate Alliance Three had its Black Order expansion, which is called The Curse of the Vampire. You know, it showed you know images of Blade, Moon Knight, Morbius, and Punisher, which I'm very excited for. And it's kind of they talking about new game modes like Gauntlet and Endurance mode, but like, do you think this whole thing is gonna have a new story mode? Because it's Curse of the Vampire, but they didn't really say anything about actively having a story. I mean, of some sort. yeah, it's gonna. It they they in the past they've said it's gonna be. I think um, like two sub levels and a level. Like it's gonna be another chapter, so it's gonna be same as like Shadowland or like. Um, okay, cool. The raft, like it's gonna just be another another DLC story story chapter. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Cause I honestly, I actually haven't touched Ultimate Alliance in a while, and um, it's such a grindy game. But I like it. Get they have to like you, after you finish the story, you're like it's it depends on who you are as a gamer. Like, do you grind out these like select missions and challenges? But like a lot of people, when you're done, you're done. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I feel like this does need like a refresher definitely and it's we're having one this friday um the 30th like you said you showed me that we're getting a new outfit for spider-man which is the symbiote outfit and we're getting a world war hulk outfit and we're getting um captain marvel's miss marvel's outfit and plus we're getting cyclops and Colossus for free so that's like really cool to Dope. have but let's get the spooky yuki and get the curse of the vampire and i dude, like when i saw blade i want that blade to be in the movie with the shoulder pads you know what yeah. i mean yeah, I think yeah. that, that'd be really unique in its own way. And I, I saw it in a cartoon somewhere. I don't know if it's Spider-Man, the animated series. He had the shoulder blades. But, like, I would love to have that, you know, incarnation. Um, but, you know, final thoughts on Ultimate Alliance coming out. You got, you still got to beat it. I still got to beat it. You're correct about that. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun. Act. Well, how far are you? That's the question. Uh, Avengers Tower, right after Shadowland. Oh, shit, dude. You have a lot to go. Oh, I, oh, I know. But that, I mean, that's what happens when you have Fire Emblem, folks. But uh, guys, thank you again for tuning into the mashup. Oh, wait, hold on. One more news bit. And this one's for you, Keanu. Titan Season 2 trailer. Oh, yeah, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait. Like, I was so pleasantly surprised by the first season. This second season looks like it's going to get even even more into like the mythology. You've got so many new characters. There's so many characters, dude. I it's, was like, is this a WB it. show? I was like, what the hell? Or I CW? Really, I, I will say... <laughs> I hope it doesn't go to it doesn't go into Judas contract Terra because it's that storyline has been ad- adapted to death. It has the DC animated universe film. It was adapted on Teen Titans Go, Teen Titans. It was joke adapted on Teen Titans Go. It's been it, it's being adapted right now in Young Justice. They have like I do not need another adaptation of Judas contract. Like I'm 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 all tapped out. Like I get it. Terra betrays them. Terra's like sleeping with Slade, not sleeping with Slade, some yeah. weird sexual thing. That's I don't, so old. I don't need it. There's other storylines. Like, yes to Deathstroke or Slade or whatever the hell they want to call him. Yes to all that. I do not need another Terra 
betrayal. I do not need another Judas contract ad- uh, adaptation. But do you so, think it's going that route? Like, do you feel that I way? I don't know. I don't think so because this, they made it a point to show Rose and Jericho, and so it's gonna it looks like it's gonna deal more with Slade's family, mm-hmm. which is um, which is I'm I'm all about, and like it uh, it also like the trail the trailer hints at like t- like Robin's first team, like the first Teen t- 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 Titans. It, they, the Rob the trailer makes it appear that this is the second Teen Titans, um, so it'll be interesting to see like um, who was on the first one and. Uh, what happens to them? And like, because they make it seem like Slade or Deathstroke did something to to at least to the team to make them splinter and 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 dis uh, disorganize or, or you know like break up. So I can't. I thought the trailer was really cool. I think the season two is gonna be really cool. I love all the characters that they're bringing. I can't wait to hopefully see Nightwing Nightwing suit. I mean, they, I feel like they have to do it this season, and uh, I can't wait. Time to quote uh, Jason Todd: "Times are back, bitches." <laughs> It's just, I mean, I, ha- I still have to watch Titans. I can't deny that. But, like, watching these trailers, it, it does seem interesting because if I compare it to the C- uh, CW shows, I'm like, I don't like this. Is, I like this. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just the quality for it for DC, it, it's pretty on point. And it doesn't look cheesy. You know what I mean? It's like, it looks like a fun time. And I hope, you know, I, it, I just hope the best for DC because, you know, it's the whole Swamp Thing thing, like, it's kind of sad i know it's a little a little too soon to be mentioning it too soon gone too soon but remembered in a good way just remember that um but guys uh thank you for tuning into the mashup movie talk you know episodes every wednesday so this will be we're recording on tuesday night but this will be dropped tomorrow morning um remember to find us on apple podcasts spotify and stitcher and be sure to like our facebook page and if you want to contact us you can find us on the mashuppodcast.com thank you for tuning in we'll see you next time